Hello, good morning, dear friends. Here, welcome to a new episode on this English podcast. Today is Friday, twelve, and our new episode today is going to be episode one hundred and fifty-five. This is your regular host, Teacher D, sitting in from our studios in Shanghai.、Um, for those of you who are joining this podcast for the first time, this is a weekly podcast, and we bring you. Uh, tips on how you can improve your English, and right now we are we are running、uh, a series focused on IELTS, the International English Language Testing System. This is a very popular test that many students around the world take in order to prove their English proficiency, so that they can further their studies in English-speaking countries. So, if you're joining for the first time. You can probably go back a few episodes、um, in order to understand、uh, what is going on. So, like I said, today is、um, Friday, March twelfth, twenty twenty-one, and this is episode one hundred and fifty-five. And we're going to continue with the series. We are currently on the speaking part, so we've had about three episodes、um, discussing. The speaking part of the test. Today we are going to look at、um, the third part of the speaking test. The speaking test is divided into three parts: part one, part two, and part three. We've already discussed the first two parts, and we're going to talk about part three speaking today. And part three speaking is basically a follow-up to. Part two speaking. So、um, it's like based on the topic that you 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 talked on in part two,、uh, four, five, or six questions will be asked to you,、um, usually relating to that topic in part two. So it's like a follow up,、um, and then in 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 part three speaking, the examiner expects you to. Um, explain a few more things.、Uh, give your opinion about something. Suggest、um, solutions to a problem.、Um, talk about causes, the causes of a problem, or talk about the origin of a problem, or talk about the different types of a problem, or give some examples. Of a situation that is going on, so this is basically how part three、uh, looks like. It's like after listening to your answer in part two. Remember, in part two, we learned that you have to speak on a topic for about two minutes. So after listening to your answer, after listening to that short speech of about two minutes, the examiner then. Will proceed with part three speaking and ask you to elaborate more on on certain things related to that topic. So let's take, for example,、um, the part two topic that we actually discussed in the previous episode. We talked about、um, a birthday gift. We talked about a gift that. Received from someone. We actually discussed this topic in the previous、um, episode. Okay, if if that were to be your topic in the test, you would expect 
pack three questions to be um, maybe about the importance of gifts. The examiner could say, in your opinion, what what are the importance of gifts in your society? So, or the examiner could ask, um, do you think people uh, should give gifts to their parents? Or the examiner could ask you something like, what kind of gifts do you think are very popular in your country among young people and what kinds of gifts are very popular in your country among couples or among old people or could be um, do you think gifts have special meanings in your culture so you see the kind of questions that I ask in part three um, these kind of questions appeal more to your ability to think critically, analyze a situation, uh, give suggestions, and you know express your opinion, how you feel about something. And so it, 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 that's why um, many students think that part three is a little bit uh, more difficult because uh, first of all, you don't have uh, some time to prepare for your answer like the case is in part two remember in part two you have one minute to prepare before you speak in part three you don't have that time to prepare uh, before you speak so part three in that sense of timing is a little bit similar to part one speaking remember in part one we learned that you have to be very spontaneous in speaking so uh, when the examiner asks the question you have to just start answering immediately you don't have time to think about the answer it's the same thing in part three um, the examiner will just ask you the questions like dialogue the examiner will ask the question and you're expected to to respond immediately you don't have one minute to plan your answer like in part two so that's what makes it um, challenging and, and and you also notice that in part three speaking the answers are a little bit longer because a lot of students want to know what is the right um, length of time for an answer so in part three you can be you can speak for about 30 seconds 40 seconds that's okay maybe up to up to one minute 60 seconds 60 seconds would be okay uh, depending on you know the kind of question some questions actually need you to elaborate more and meanwhile some questions the answer can be uh, quite brief so but generally speaking your answer in part three speaking should be at least 30 seconds long at least 30 seconds long um, so in, in, in terms of timing you can recall that in part one we said your answer could be about 20 to 25 seconds long in part two your answer should be two minutes long and now in part three we are saying that your answer should be about uh, 30 seconds at least 30 seconds long so with that sense of timing in mind you can know that um, you, you can know when your answer is not good enough and when your answer is, when your answer is too short and when your answer is too long if you have that time frame in mind you can also adjust to make your answers sound better so 
basically uh, most questions want uh, most students want to know how many questions they should expect in in part three well um, there is no clear-cut answer to that so some examiners will ask three questions in part three some examiners will ask up to four or five questions or even six questions in part three and sometimes it depends on the nature of the of the topic you had in part two and sometimes it also depends on on your answers so for if you give a very brief answer which is probably just a one-sided answer uh, that usually pushes the examiner to ask you another question so that you can and you can talk on the other side of the, the question for example um, using the example that I just uh, mentioned a few minutes ago if we're talking about the importance of gifts in society and if you have that question in part three and probably you just uh, gave one importance um, okay the examiner may feel that that's not good enough and may want to push you to 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 think of some more importance and in that case the examiner will, will, will push the question further by asking you another question this is the reason why some candidates get up to six questions in part three meanwhile uh, other candidates may just have three or, or, or four questions in part three um, so it's always good to try to elaborate more and remember when you're answering the question sometimes the examiner may cut in and stop you and move on to the next question some students think it's a bad sign it, it's not it, it doesn't mean that your answer is poor it's just because the examiner is trying to push the discussion um, in a particular direction you know so if you are in the middle of your answer and the examiner interrupts you and, and, and probably ask another question don't panic this is not a sign that you're doing badly no it's just that the examiner is the examiner is like a moderator in a debate so the examiner is trying to to push the discussion in a particular direction so don't worry about that don't feel discouraged and don't panic if the examiner interrupts you and, and, and adds another question to what you were talking about so um, there are some key points that I would like you to write down um, these key points can help you to prepare for part 3 speaking so these keywords um, reflect the kind of things you will be talking about in part three so if you have a piece of paper you can write down the following um, the first thing will be to, to to express your opinion about something expressing your opinion about something it's a it's a vague question and a lot of students don't know exactly what to say when the examiner says what's your opinion about gifts for example, what's your opinion about gifts? What is your opinion about birthday parties? What's your opinion about uh, festivals? What's your opinion about uh, discrimination? What's your opinion about um, environmental problems? So I'm just giving uh, some examples. But 
key point here is expressing your opinion about something. So what I want you to note is when they say express your opinion about something, what exactly should you talk about? It's not for you to just say something like I like it or I don't like it. No. Since you have to talk for about one minute, for about 50 seconds, you need to think about more things to say. So what I usually tell my students, I, I, I tell them, if you get a question like, what's your opinion about something? In your mind, you can look at certain things like the causes of that thing. You can look at the consequences of that thing. You can look at types of that thing. You can look at the origin of that thing, you can look at the advantages and disadvantages of that thing, you can look at um, the problems that that thing brings, you can look at a personal experience, maybe you have actually been a victim of that thing or you've come across that thing, you've witnessed that thing, you could use that um, to express your opinion. So because a lot of students, they don't know exactly what to say when they they are asked to express their opinions about something. So that's a quick guide that you can use. So what you need to write down, you say, uh, to express your opinion about something, you can use this bullet points that I'm going to um, repeat for you to write down. You can talk about the causes of that thing. So let's say we're talking about environmental problems. You can actually talk about the causes of environmental problems. Two, you can talk about types, the types of that thing. So if we are discussing environmental problems, you can actually talk about types of environmental problems. Um, you can talk about the consequences. So that would be number three, the consequences. And so you can talk about the consequences of environmental problems. You can talk about the advantages and disadvantages of something. The advantages and disadvantages of something. Um, that would be number four. Number five, you can, you can give solutions, suggestions. You can suggest what can be done to solve a problem. So you can give suggestions to problems. That would be number five. And number six, you can actually talk about um, examples, common examples in your society. Uh, number seven, you can talk about a personal experience. Maybe you've actually come across um, such a situation and then you can discuss that your personal example and use that as an illustration of your answer. So these are like seven uh, points that can help you prepare how to um, approach questions in part three so that you don't feel like you, you, you don't feel like you lack ideas, you don't feel stuck, you don't know what to say. So with that, you can be fully prepared for part three speaking. And in our next episode, we will actually look at some examples of part three speaking questions. And we'll also look at some possible answers, sample answers that can help you get a grasp of what um, part three speaking looks like. With that, we come to the end of our episode today. Our 15 minutes are up. This is your regular host, Teacher D, signing off, and I'll see you in the next episode.
Have a wonderful weekend.